0: Bryce Duskett here on the Rural Radio Network, and it is time for our weekly chat with the Chancellor Program. This week, we're pleased to be joined by the Chancellor of the University of Nebraska-Lincoln, that is Dr. Rodney Bennett.
1: You know, I never get tired of hearing you say the Chancellor of the (laughs) University of Nebraska-Lincoln. You know, for a guy like me, who for the last 30 years has really been committed to public higher education, uh, and really trying to use that opportunity to influence young people all across the state not just in Nebraska, but really every state that I've worked in, Uh, it just never gets old hearing that you're the chancellor of what I believe to be one of our country's most important universities, and that's University of Nebraska at Lincoln. So when you said that in that moment, I just sort of smiled way down deep inside, like he's he's actually talking about <laughs> this old kid from East Tennessee that, you know, <laughs> went on to actually make something out of himself. That makes me very proud. I know my mom and daddy and grandparents and all the people that invested in me. 57 years ago or very proud. So uh, I thank you for that. That's a great way to get my morning started off. And I just appreciate uh, the way you teed that up. So thank you.
0: Well, it's been several uh, months on the job, by the way, on that note, how has the transition been? Uh, it's,
1: it's been a seamless transition. You know, we started July 1st, so we're what, 90 plus days into our chancellorship. Uh, I can assure you and your listeners that there are no shortage of things to work on. <laughs> Uh, And we're coming into the office every day to include many Saturdays and Sundays that we're working on things that hopefully are advancing public higher education across the state of Nebraska. And we are very excited and happy and really feel a sense of, of honor to be able to lead this effort. It's such an important effort.
0: We're going to kind of focus on some ag topics uh, when it comes to our chat with the chancellor today. And I'm curious, you know, a lot of our listeners know the University of Nebraska-Lincoln is part of the land-grant system. Want to get your thoughts on the importance of that here in 2023, what it means to be a land-grant institution. Well, it was one of the principles, I think, that
1: really led me to want to be a part of the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. I think when you think about the land-grant mission uh, and designation both in letter and in spirit. Uh, I think it just sort of guides you to this sense of how does the university use the resources that are available to it to elevate the citizenry across the state. Uh, Obviously, that includes agriculture and natural resources, but there are so many areas of important work that we're engaged in here that if if you connect that to the land grant mission, it sort of elevates and improves the lives of everybody uh, in the state of Nebraska. I'll give you a couple of examples of that. Uh, I've been talking a lot recently about uh, K through 12 education, especially third grade uh, education, I guess because my mother for almost 37 years taught uh, third grade or second or third grade, depending on what the principal needed for any given year. And she always talked about helping young people learn to read, helping learn young people learn to spell, helping young people learn to do mathematics and the like. And there are so many new uh, teaching pedagogy, pedagogical methods that we're exploring at the university that we know move the needle in terms of how young people learn and grow and, and sort of experience their lives. And so when I think about the land grant mission, I'm thinking about how do we take what we're doing here and apply it across the state in a way that improves the lives of every person in the state. And so that's an example of just helping young kids be able to read who might be struggling for whatever reason and using the opportunities of research uh, and our researchers here and our faculty here to help elevate a kid and a family who might need help in that particular area. So the land grant mission gives us a lot of runway to explore a lot of different areas uh, and we have truly world class. I know a lot of times people think that we talk about world class this and you know, world-class that, but we really have some of our country's most innovative thinkers, most prolific researchers who are engaged in all fields of human endeavor. And that land-grant mission gives us the runway to apply what we're learning here, studying here, researching here in a way that makes it better for the people who are helping us to do what we do here through their tax dollars.
0: You bring up the education front from K through 12, and it uh, reminds me of something Vice Chancellor Bame shared with us. Perhaps it was a year plus ago. Time seems to fly. <laughs> it, it was the university's investment into high school ag education. Right. Uh, across the state of Nebraska, FFA and ag education curriculum has continued to develop. There's now more than 200 chapters. I know there's been a couple staff hires to try to better support those local ag educators out there. Or does high school ag education come into the importance of, of this conversation tying back to the land grant and, and investing in those rural communities in the state? Yeah, Bryce,
1: I, I really hope that your listeners will connect with what I'm about to say here because I have such a strong conviction for it. Uh, par- part of what I think is important is thinking about the pipeline, thinking about how we educate and prepare and inspire young people to see themselves continuing a, a family sort of legacy and tradition um, for many families goes back four or five generations or longer. Uh, but I think as young people sort of see the world today, for many of them, it's becoming much more difficult for them to see themselves doing what great granddaddy did for a lot of different reasons. So part of what our work at the university, the land grant mission, the the university in general, what the work that Mike Boehm and IA and R is involved with, is thinking about that pipeline and thinking about how we expose and inspire and support young people to see themselves having a for uh, a fulfilling career in agriculture and natural resources and to use the technology that's available uh, to them, using the relationships that we have to have with the governance structure, whether it's the Senate or Congress or the office of the president in Washington to think about government regulations of how that impacts people who are doing the work every day so that young people can see themselves having a career and sort of being the leaders in this area for the next uh, generations.
0: Glad you brought that up. The other day here on the uh, the network of, of stations, I had a chance to visit with a young man from Gothenburg, Nebraska. He's a junior at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln, and he and his co-founder of a company are working to develop wireless technology to monitor cattle tanks all across Nebraska. They have a prototype out there right now. He's part of a, a program called the Angler Agribusiness Entrepreneurship Program, which is located at the university. And as you mentioned, there's there's not necessarily, uh, I suppose there's obviously always interest in returning to the farm, but there's a lot of students out there interested in paving a new path forward. And Seth's a great example of uh, a student trying to do that. The question that you're
1: asking me, as I heard you ask it, really leads me to this idea of interdisciplinary education, of how things are related, how things are connected, how this comprehensive uh, uh, educational opportunity that we're providing at UNL helps students in many facets of their life. And so the idea of the connectivity and interdisciplinary activities, I think, is really the way of the future. And I think that's what our young people are looking for. They're looking for a way to integrate robotics or artificial intelligence or you know, the use of water, uh, the use of all of these really innovative and creative techniques that they're learning about throughout their course of study here. How do we help them sort of shape that into something that's new and exciting and gives them sort of the, the runway to invest over the next three or four decades of their lives and i think the the engler uh, agribusiness entrepreneurship program is just one of many opportunities that are available at the university to help in that regard the other thing that i want to say is we've had really robust conversations about entrepreneurship at the university you know we have great examples of students who have gone on uh, and created outstanding companies and organizations and having a great impact across the state and beyond. But we've really been talking a lot about how do we connect interdisciplinary activities along with the spirit of entrepreneurship in a way that distinguishes the University of Nebraska system and the University of Nebraska-Lincoln from the six or 7,000 other schools across the country. What makes us different, unique, and distinctive? And I think sort of zeroing in on interdisciplinary and entrepreneurship is just a wonderful way of doing that. Uh, I know that your listeners are familiar with uh, with Jeff and Tricia Rakes uh, and the Rake School. Part of what that work is about is interdisciplinary approaches. Part of what that work is about through the Rake School is entrepreneurship. Uh, so really thinking about using those um, in the spirit of the land grant designation to elevate, I think, is is really something that's on the forefront and I think we're gaining momentum and it'd be interesting to see, it will be interesting to see over the next two or three years how we shape and mold that in a way that really uh, does some pretty unique things across the state of Nebraska.
0: Dr. Rodney Bennett from the University of Nebraska-Lincoln, our guest this week of the Weekly Chat with the Chancellor segment. I'm Bryce Dusky reporting on the Rural Radio Network.